welcome to Get Your Wit Together, the podcast where we talk to women in tech about everything but tech. Oh yeah, I'm Hillary. And I'm Julia. And welcome to our third episode. Here we are. So exciting. Yeah. Um, What's up, Julia? How are you? I'm just doing great. Just sitting on your little cozy couch. Um, Yeah, we're extra cozy this week because... Not only is it getting cold, but we're also trying to fix our sound quality by having a million blankets all around us. But while also <laughs> like maintaining the free aspect of it, so so we're just we just record on our phones. <laughs> don't tell them the secret. <laughs> no, we don't. But we have the amazing microphones that are really legit. <laughs> the amazing sound quality is because of our blankets. So cozy, though. So cozy. And you have so many good blankets. Mm. And we have a cute, cozy friend guest with us today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Today, our special honored guest is our friend Steffi. Hey, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Steffi, what do you do? I'm a software engineer. I work at a tech company. Shocker. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Are you a woman in tech? Yeah. Oh, my God. Is women it a big company? Small company? It's pretty big. Nice. <laughs> okay. So, like, how many people in your office, would you say? Um, There's, like, 2,000 in my specific office, but a ton everywhere else. I'm not sure the number. Okay. That's that is cray. You know, just your casual <laughs> small, just small tiny startup, mid size, up and coming. If <laughs> you've heard of it, trying to get funding. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, if you guys know any VCs, connect us. Okay, so what we're gonna talk about today is women. And women. Lady to lady. In the workplace. Oh, yeah. Women v. women. Mm-hmm. I don't get a lot of that on my small team, honestly. Today I was, like, in my stand-up looking around, and it's just eight, like, 30 to 50-year-old dudes. Okay. <laughs> but my head of my product is a woman, so, like, I have women around. But just my immediate team, I was looking around, and I was like, wow. I really am alone here. <laughs> I think you need to like rewind even to the beginning of that and explain what a stand up is because oh. that mm. is not found outside the agile development world. Yeah. So stand up <laughs> is an agile methodology. Agile is a type of software development and what stand up is is every day your team gets together and talks about what you did yesterday and what you're going to do today. You go around the circle, give an update, say if you're blocked on anything, which means like I can't do something until someone else does something. But so when, I'm blocked. When people are like, I've got a big blocker, like I'm always like, you're like oh, oh my no. gosh, that sounds really uncomfortable. Like, no, oh if, my god. <laughs> yeah, if you're blocked, it's like, that's, a, that's bad. Bad. Okay, well, it's like... I don't know what's worse, like being physically blocked <laughs> or, or stand up blocked. Both Take your pick. <laughs> I'm embarrassed that we just went there. Um, 
I'm not like that surprised, but it's happening. Walker is bad all around. (laughs) Continue. Moving on. So, okay, Steffi, tell us about your team. (laughs) What is the deal? How many ladies are on the team? Like, all of the things. Well, I actually have a a pretty interesting scenario. So, at my stand-up this morning, there's 75% females, but... It's because there's three girls wow. and one guy in my, like, small team. But my wow. larger team is all guys. So, basically, most of the girls are all on, like, one set, like, small team. So, um, but that just kind of happened by chance. Like, girls joined. But when I first joined my team, I was um, two out of, like, 20 and all the rest were guys. So, I just happened to, like, be on a team where there's a lot of girls now. That Holy is interesting, cow. though, because yeah. all three of you are in the same sub-team. Yeah. Is that... You said it's by chance, but do you think it's actually by chance, or they thought that you would be better reporting to the woman? Um, right, because your manager's Yeah, my manager's a woman. So she became my manager very recently. She wasn't always my manager, but we always worked on the same projects, and then... Uh, the third female that we added to our team, she joined our team and was particularly interested in what we were working on. I mean, like, maybe there is some bias there in terms of, like, oh, here are the girls. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I guess, like, in a way... Girls. So I work on infrastructure, which is kind of, like, a snooze to some people. <laughs> and You're I think, the speed team. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think generally infrastructure is, like, not as glamorous of a job. And I think the more back-endy that you get in engineering, the more male-dominant it is. So in my infrastructure team, my team's probably, like, the most front-endy of the infrastructure. So maybe okay. that's why there's more girls there. It's I don't know. That's kind of my theory, but... I think it just kind of happened also. That's so interesting. So are you friends with the girls on your team? Yeah. I mean, we... So it's weird because, like, all the girls bond over, like, go to the gym at the same time and, like, you know, like, yeah. we do that kind of stuff together, whereas, like, all the other guys don't go to the gym and, like... <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's kind of what we get along talking about. <laughs> So are you, like, in the locker room with your manager? Yeah. Is like, that ever well, weird? Uh, Do you see her in the nude? So. <laughs> <laughs> and we are going there again. Here we go. <laughs> well, it's... <laughs> yeah, so that's actually really interesting. I was actually shopping with my mom this weekend, and I was like, Mom, I feel like I should be getting more, like, work gym appropriate clothing like high like high neck shirts or like because I wear I sweat a lot so I'll be wearing like really small tank tops to the gym but I work out with my team members so sometimes I feel like oh maybe I should be wearing like that is more, so interesting yeah, yeah it's like okay, work clothes that for the gym thing. <laughs> that's, a yeah, that's like not a yeah. thing a lot of places either like yeah. When your uh, office has a oh, gym right. for you. I guess I should um, clarify that. Valid. Yeah, but my office has a gym. Yeah, what so. the text, Debbie? <laughs> what the tech? Big time what the tech. Yeah. Oh my god. But the locker this- rooms are like, yeah, I'll be in the locker room and my manager is right there. I mean, I'm very okay. Like, I'm in the nude in the locker room. I'm okay with that, but a lot of people aren't. But I think we strategically, like she'll shower and like I'll take longer in the shower so that I give her her privacy I guess it it kind of um 
I don't like I don't really think it's a big deal because I feel like I'm really close with the girls on my team and we like because we share that gym bond we're okay <laughs> it's like male locker room talk yeah it's actually crazy it's like the locker room talk it's like the girls go to the locker room and the that men stay in the so computer funny. section how the tables have turned <laughs> i used to feel that way too though about um like work workout clothes because mm-hmm. my friend at work and i would go to the gym during lunch and i was always like should i wear like this tank top that's like mm-hmm. really tank toppy through the cafeteria or whatever <laughs> like i don't know yeah i hate walking through weird. the office yeah in workout clothes yeah okay so that's okay okay yeah so moving on Okay, so we kind of feel like there are two specific things that we wanted to talk about today. One being, like, with women and women in the workplace is that, A, people expect, like, all the women to be friends. Like, I guess not all the women to be friends, but let's say me, for instance. I'm on a team of five people, and two of us are women, and it's clear that our bosses, our guy bosses, expect us to be friends, even though we're, like, not as good of friends as I am with people who aren't on my team. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Mm-hmm. No, I think that's very much a stereotype. It reminds me of the Silicon Valley episode. I think it's in season one or two where they hire the female engineer. I think her name's Carla, maybe. And Monica shows up, and she's like, what, so you guys expect us to be best friends just because we're both women? Yeah. Like, and they have nothing in common. Like, they wouldn't be best friends other than the fact that everyone else is a dude except for them. And, yeah, on one hand, I think it's, like, sort of an unfair stereotype. But on the other hand, I do vibe better with women, typically, I feel like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it made me a little uncomfortable. Like, when I first joined the team I'm on now... There's another sort of young woman who also went to the same school as me. Um, And she, my, like, boss's boss was like, oh, Hillary, you're going to love Jeannie. You guys are going to be best friends. I already know it. And I was like, oh, shit. Now what if we're not best friends? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That happened to me when I was interviewing at this one company. They're like, oh, you'll, you'll love Judith. And I'm like... I don't like Judith. (laughs) Okay. Fair. To be fair, I do love Jeannie. So, Jeannie, if you're listening to this, (laughs) hey, girl. And I do love Judith. But that's not actually the name. (laughs) But I think, like, um, I don't know. I just think that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Steffi, what do you think? No, I agree. I think it's, like, you're more, I feel like I'm more comfortable around the girls to an extent but I also feel like in my situation especially I have a lot in common with the girls like we go to the gym together (laughs) not that that's all I do but I mean like I also like the girl who most recently joined she's the closest in age to me like we just have a lot of stuff in common like we just went to Tahoe together like we're friends outside of work yeah and Hillary (laughs) came yay (laughs) but um even like before she joined just I feel like there was 
I would get coffee or like you know I don't know bond more with the females not necessarily because they were closer with me I think just like we would have more things in common to talk about sometimes or like I guess also um more interested in like small talk with about the same topics like my now manager we are obsessed with the same tv shows and like no it's my favorite tv show is jane the virgin if you guys have seen I it love it's jane the virgin. incredible show anyway <laughs> none of the guys on our team like have seen that it's a very like chick flicky tv show i mean i don't think so but that's what they say but we would talk about it all the time but obviously none of the guys on our team had seen it so that's kind of something we had bonded over yeah so it just happened to be that way but I also feel like the girls on my team are kind of cooler, so. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we think? Like, expectation that you would be friends with the one other girl just because she's a girl? Fair? Unfair? Fair. Or no, it's unfair, but it happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfair, but That's it happens. But also, like, it can turn out to be a good thing because yeah. you can end up having more in common with them. Like, I think the girls who joined my team, I was... Not nicer to, but more, uh, I guess, open about kind of being closer with. And some of that turned out to be true, even though I had that bias coming into it. Whereas, like, some of the guys that joined, I didn't have the expectation that we would be friends. And sometimes we weren't at all. And sometimes, like, another guy that joined my team more recently, like, we're really close. Like, maybe the closest on the team. And so, you know, it kind of varies but I didn't have that expectation with him because he was a guy which is unfair of me also I wonder if it's also just age more than gender I don't know because I'm pretty close I feel like on all of the teams I've been closest with the person who's closest in age to me just because in general like you're doing the same things on the weekend like you're going out or you're going on like whatever hikes that kind of thing are you saying old people can't hike (laughs) Old <laughs> people can hike as really? much Julia? as they want. <laughs> but I wonder if it's more of that. Like, we have more things in common just in our life. Yeah. Because in my case, I would rather be friends with the person who's closer in age to me most of the time, I think. Yeah, I think that's true. But At least in my case. On the other hand, I was really good friends with women who were older than me at my last job. And I don't know. But I don't know if they expected me to be their friend. I think they were kind of like, is she going to be normal or something? I don't know. No, I think in like a perfect, like genderless, ageless world, (laughs) everyone should have no expectations of who you should be friends with and you should just meet people and bond Mm -hmm. with them, whatever your personality may be. But the reality is like you're probably more likely to be friends with the person Mm -hmm. who's most similar to you. Be that gender or age, whatever it is, like you're going to have more to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, next. Next. So, (laughs) Julia said there were two things we wanted to talk about. I actually think there are three. So, the second thing is that there's a stereotype that women tend to be more competitive with each other, compare themselves to each other more, maybe because only a few will reach the top. And so, we wanted to see, like, if this is something that you've experienced. Steffi, Mm -hmm. Julia, I can talk about my experiences um, but we looked up a little bit of stats again. Science. <laughs> and this time we're really gonna lay it down. Yeah. So in a study from the American Sociological Association in 2008, so granted it's a little bit dated, but it's, um, 
from Boss Gender Impacts Employee Stress Levels, it was found that, this is from the right, same story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that um, female bullies are reported to bully other women 70 to 80% of the time. So if you're a female bully, which, by the way, is only 40% of workplace bullies, so people who are thinking mean girls actually says they're less prominent than male bullies anyways if they're bullying anyone it's going to be other women um and that women in leadership may want to avoid being seen as favoring other women so they overcompensate by um comparing themselves to other women and maybe being tougher tougher when they're like yeah uh people who report subordinate yeah like (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so it's, like, it's a stereotype, but also founded in some research. Um, there are other studies that back this up, but that one kind of summed it up nicely. Have you guys experienced this? Hmm. Um, I, like, I, I guess, I think one thing I've noticed, and not from my personal experience, but just from talking to other people, I think, is that a lot of, like, females that are high up, maybe have a feeling more of like well I worked so hard to get here that you have to work as hard like you can't just go up the ladder like I built like you have to go through like everything I did to like get here so it's not more it's I mean which sounds really harsh I don't think I think it's more of like a subconscious thing that happens but I feel like that sometimes is the case but I like personally haven't really had that experience but I feel like that's kind of something I've heard yeah, it's kind of like Greek life hazing. Yeah. It's like, well, I did it, so you have <laughs> yeah. to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I honestly haven't really experienced it either, but I know people who have. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend who has experienced it. Just like she was always saying that there's one executive at their company who's a female, and she just puts everyone else down. Any other women. Not really any men, because mm-hmm. like... I don't know, because probably because she wasn't talking to other than all the other men about this woman's behavior. I feel like it's like, oh, the the mm-hmm. executive said something to me. I'm gonna turn to my girlfriend at mm-hmm. work and say like, did she say this to you, right? Like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But another thing that I was thinking about is, I feel like, maybe not necessarily bullying, but like. And I feel like a time when women get more aggressive at work, it's like if a woman is going on uh, maternity leave and like there's, you know, two women who are up to take her spot kind of while she's gone and like step into a leadership position. I feel like I've seen that kind of happen at, mm-hmm. um, um, in previous experiences. Yeah. So what happened? I think it was like kind of awkward just when... I don't know. I think, like, it really upped the ante. Like, they felt more of a need to compete to be the best person for the pers- for the girl's job who was mm-hmm. going on maternity leave. Like, more because they probably thought, oh, she's going on maternity leave. Like, we don't know how long she'll be gone for or if she's going to come back into this role. Like, all of that stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we also know that there, since there are fewer women at the top, it there is maybe this feeling that there's more competition to get those spots. Like, if mm-hmm. you know that on a board of 10 people, there 
at most probably going to have two or three women, then, like, like, maybe you feel like you have to compete more with other women. Or for this, like, one spot of the person who's leaving. You have to be, like, the best. Yeah. I also feel like there's a... I mean, and I've mentored, like, middle schoolers and, like, really young females who are interested in tech and sometimes I feel like not like I'm at all mean or anything but like I've had previous experiences like I had an internship like at another company several years ago and the guys were so evil it was like a video game industry thing so it was really that's like kind of the worst kind of tech to be in if you're a female because they just don't think you belong and so I remember like feeling like I'm this is like horrible like I can't imagine not being I'm a very like strong-willed person I like to think so I can't imagine not being me like being like kind of more scared I guess or like not really sure about what I wanted to do and have this happen and like continue to want to be in tech so sometimes with like younger girls not that I do this but I could see how like someone would want to like kind of like give a real expectation and be like you have to be tough if you want to make it like it's not it isn't for everyone you can be like thrown into like kind of uncomfortable and like tough situations so like I see how maybe some people might like mentor in a more like you know like hey I need to toughen you up if you're gonna be able to make it to the top yeah like tough love yeah yeah but I think I think that is actually like pretty effective like Mm -hmm. my I would say like one of my mentors in my last job was like no one's gonna stand up for you you have to Mm -hmm. stand up for yourself and you have to fight like hell to like yeah. make it make your story known and make sure that everyone knows about the work that you're doing and all of this stuff she's like you have to do it because no one else will man mm-hmm. or woman kind of but I think it's really powerful when it comes from a woman because you're like okay like, well, you did this. okay yes but also fuck that because I think that women need to be standing up for each other like yeah I'm a hundred percent for like you need to mm-hmm. be tough but also, if nobody is there to back you up and, like, get their foot in the door for you, like, your life is going to be so much harder. Yeah, totally. It's like starting a race 100 meters behind because, like, we already know that it's more difficult for women to get to the top. Like, why not serve as sponsors to each other yeah. and help each other out a little bit? Like, yes, it's a doggy dog world, but there are ways that we can help and like if you're not willing to maybe like go the extra yard and like help out a younger woman at your company then I don't think that you're doing your part as like a feminist you know I think that it's on you to help younger women and I this was something I saw recently on it was on girl boss so I follow girl boss on Instagram and Arian Simone was at the girl boss rally talking about how like women need to be better sponsors for each other Mm -hmm. and i was like yes girl i totally agree women are not gonna make strides in the industry if other women who have already gotten to the top don't help out a little bit yeah yeah no i totally agree i think we need to be better i feel like women are toughest on women and i'll give an example to this it's because I feel like I want the women that I'm surrounded with to be, like, the best examples of women so that when we rise to the top, we can be like, fuck all of you. Like, look at us. Like, we're great people. We've made it. We're really smart. 
but then you have like you don't want this like one woman to like taint it for everyone because then it'll just ruin like elizabeth exactly what i was saying so like for example if you guys know theranos um and elizabeth holmes the ceo i was just reading the book book bad blood which i highly recommend for anyone it will be on our book club edition (laughs) featuring coming soon it's a crazy book anyway she's a total schemer and fraud but it just made me so upset because i was like she is the perfect example of like a self-made billionaire young woman tech entrepreneur but she was just a fraud and like a horrible person and i feel like it made me so mad that she was a woman and like kind of putting like make putting a face like a woman in tech you know so Mm -hmm. i think in a sense like i want like every woman in tech to be someone that like people can look up to and respect and like want to be when they grow up so i feel like in that sense like not that i mean i I, like i have no reports or any of that (laughs) so but like i want to make sure like every woman in tech i know is like the best and like a good example of a woman in tech which obviously like isn't going to be the case i mean look at men like there's so many bad apples there and like but they don't get their reputation ruined but for women like one bad apple could very much like really hurt us in general yeah but again i think it's like just that idea shouldn't make us feel like we need to be harsher on women than we are to men but i do believe that kind of unconsciously uh comes out in the way that we treat other women Yeah, I think that's spot on. I actually, I was reading this study the other day. I I don't remember where it was from, but it was, there was a quote from a woman. It was about how women actually are better leaders. And it said, like, it was over, like, 6,000 respondents and, like, across the board, across Mm -hmm. all these companies, employees ranked the female leaders as more competent across, like, the majority of traits. Mm -hmm. And they were interviewing one of the female leaders about it. And she was like, well, yeah, of course, we're more competent. We have to work twice as hard to get half as far. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be better if you're going to make it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're... I, I totally get it that, like, you have to be hard on each other. But also, like, help a sister out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I need to clarify my story also. Okay. The person who told me that no one would fight for me and except for myself was a man. And then I went to my female mentor and she was like, what? Are you serious? Like, yeah, you need to look out for yourself, but like, that's why you have mentors. Mm -hmm. That's why you build a network of women at your company who are going to help you move up and move forward and push Mm -hmm. you forward and like because of those women is like why I got another job you know what I mean and it's like wow if if I hadn't talked to them then I would have had this terrible mentality because after this guy said hey yeah no one's gonna fight for you you have to do it all yourself I was like what what's happening Mm -hmm. like I know that obviously I'm gonna take ownership and whatever all that stuff but it's really like an isolating idea like this idea that you're the only one alone who's going to fight for your career. Like yeah. that's the whole why why do you work on a team? Like you work and you have all these work relationships for so long. 
it made no it was like so infuriating to me when he said that yeah also it's like nobody makes it on their own even people who say that they did didn't no what (laughs) no oh my god no okay and i want to wrap this up with a quote by indra nuyi the pepsi cola is it pepsi cola pepsi ceo said the glass ceiling will go away when women help other women break through that ceiling Yes, queen. Yes. yes. Let's go. go. Wow, this episode <laughs> got really serious, but I kind of am into it. I lo- I like it, but now it's time. What the time? What the tack? What the tack? Okay. Steffi already knows what what the tech is because she was one of our earliest listeners. <laughs> so, shout out to Steffi for being a true fan. Um do you want to start? Yeah, I have yes. a great what the tech. Oh my god! Okay. Is put it. <laughs> um, okay, so I um, I have a few friends who are you know tech bros working at tech companies, living in San Francisco, doing the commute to South Bay, and basically the company that they work for gives them a stipend if they live within ten miles of their company's campus. So three of them devised a plan to basically get the stipend and split like a one bedroom apartment down in like South Bay. So they have two leases and they use the stipend to pay for the South Bay lease. So they (laughs) basically like sleep in the South Bay apartment like when they're going to work Monday through Thursday or whatever and then like come back and have like nice, really nice apartments in San Francisco for the weekend. Which is absurd. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. Insane what Consider- the tech. <laughs> what the tech. Yeah. That's Considering, absurd. like, all my friends who don't work in oh. tech, can, like, you can barely afford rent for one, one. place, much less, like, they have oh. two rents. It's insane. It's oh. absurd. my God. I know. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I, I like, know. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Yep, they have two apartments. It's so crazy. (laughs) I know, I want my company to pay for that. I got super hyped because we just got like a $200 monthly stipend. (laughs) We just started benefits for commuters. And I'm like, yes! If they were like, we will give you a stipend of... What I mean, it's that like, has to be a, a lot, lot yeah. of money. Fifteen thousand dollars a year. I could be wrong about that exact number, but I'm pretty something sure it's something along, along those lines. lines. Yeah, it pays for. Around. I mean, it's three people for one bedroom, but still, it's that is like it's just absurd. about the most amazing what the tech we've ever heard in our entire lives. Wow. <laughs> Thanks. I was thinking of that it since episode one. I was keeping so my good. ears oh. peeled. Only here. Only here. <laughs> Seriously. There's no other God. place in the world where people no, can pull this off. No, that is so messed up. Yeah. And at the most expensive city to yeah. live in, I guess. Yeah. What mm-hmm. the tech? What the yeah. tech? What the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just going to put ours to shame now but i i have one. Oh god i don't even so this is something that all san franciscans know very well bay area residents know this all too well but for those of you who have never been to the bay i just want to do a quick what the tech for when you get out of the airport and onto the 101 and you're going into the city you are literally inundated with billboards oh! 
of all of the tech companies. It's like machine learning and artificial intelligence. And the funniest part to me, honestly, there's this one billboard. It's like you can see these startups like get acquired over time on the billboard. So all the billboards are like cloud company. Carl the Fog. There's the fog in San Francisco is named Carl. Yeah. Be like Carl fogging up your cloud data. Use our company. I'm I like, know that billboard. <laughs> <laughs> but the one where it's like you could see that startup got acquired. It was like last year. I flew into San Francisco. Got on the one on one. Drive to the city. Machine learning and artificial intelligence. Blah blah blah. This company. I was like, oh, that sounds cool. I wonder what it is. This year, I get into the airport. Drive up the one on one. Same billboard, but now it says a visa company in small, really small font at the bottom of the, the, bottom of the billboard. Exactly the same, except for a new line of text. <laughs> like, I mean, what the tech? Yeah. What the tech? Yeah. But are the okay? Um, are the billboards in LA all about movies? Yes, movies or like Chanel or okay. like brands. It's a lot of like well, models. Like you see Gigi Hadid's face up on the wall. Kentucky. Like there's no Hadids anywhere to be seen in San Francisco. <laughs> no um, models. Nope. Not one Hadid. <laughs> this, this was like shocking to me because in the Midwest, it's all fast food. There's like Cracker um. Barrel, world's lo- the Midwest's largest. McDonald's Playhouse is like forty miles from my house, um, and like, and then there's usually like an adult superstore, and then there's like a Jesus, like a Bible store, and just like so many fast food places. Wait, None, wait, these are all Jesus Bible store, like an old save, let the Lord save you. You yeah, you would them? not see that in San Francisco. <laughs> there are so many, like, you know, all about whatever, all the <laughs> abortion, like yeah. the whole nine yards. Like, I feel like you see that if you really go far away from San Francisco. Like once you yeah, start going, yeah, you get out into, in like Central Valley. Yeah, it's like a different story. But okay, what the not tech, Bay though, Area? Though. Those billboards are insane. Yeah, yeah, very um, so tech. It's also so much like enterprise software stuff that if you were a regular person, no. you would be like, "What the hell is this?" Oh my like, god! <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Just yeah, like cloud so data. Get a new CRM. That means nothing to half of the world. More Way than half. Yeah, like ninety nine percent of the world. The world. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm gonna end it with my what the tech is not as exciting, but don't tell yourself short. This Thanksgiving. I taught my 80-year-old grandma what podcasts are. (laughs) And so, what the tech? How did she not know about podcasts? Because I think podcasts are actually the elderly person's dream. Like, they're just all these stories. You have so much time. They're so amazing. So I'm thinking she's not going to listen to this soon. So, hi, Santa. What the tech? (laughs) Hi, Santa. (laughs) And it's, Yeah. (laughs) And we don't call her Santa. It's like, whatever. Her name was like Susanna. And so when I was baby, I was like, Santa. <laughs> and everyone thinks I'm saying Santa. Embarrassing. So what the tech. Um, Steffi, you're what the tech just topped everything. <laughs> if we could get like pictures of their apartments, that would be oh, amazing. I'll, sa- I'll send you grand. guys some links. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, we want to hear your what the techs and your... 
uh, lady to lady stories. Maybe you've been bullied by another girl at work. We want to know about it. So send us your submissions and we're going to feature them very soon. Yes. Next episode. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Steffi. Thank Yay. you for amazing guests. Thanks for having Everyone, me. Please. Um, and special thanks to Lanier Salmons for our music and for all of our people who listen to us because you rock okay thanks we love you bye Bye. do do I press pause yeah